The Crane Thrive Podcast, episode 109. The digital tools I use to run my businesses. 2017 edition. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hey Thriver, Jess here. Welcome to another episode of the Create and Thrive podcast. It's awesome to be with you for another week. And this week is mental for me because Nick and I are preparing to head over to the UK for five weeks to visit family, friends, and to do a bit of a road trip around Scotland for two weeks as well. Uh, Nick's actually half Scottish. He looks Italian, but he's half Scottish. (laughs) So he spent a lot of time in Edinburgh as a kid, but we're actually going to be spending, I think, most of our trip up in the Scottish Highlands and so the the west side up from Glasgow into the Isle of Skye. But we're going to be going to Edinburgh as well, doing a bit of a road trip. So I'm pretty excited about that because I haven't been to Scotland before. We've done a lot of the UK in the last few trips, but we haven't gotten up that far. So uh, that's going to be really fun. If you have any tips for me, just tweet me at Jess Van Den and let me know if you're a local or if you've been there and you have some cool places I must see. Um, the nerd that I am, I'm kind of excited about seeing like places that were in the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> so I'm sure, I'm sure that will happen uh, while we're there. The, the there's a steam train that apparently they use as the Hogwarts Express and we might go for a ride on that. So that would be fun. So yeah, we've been crazy busy uh, organizing all of that and getting the business sorted out. Obviously, we've closed the shop, the uh, Aferial Jewelry Shop now and uh, are just catching up on the last few orders before we leave. If you're interested in how we do that, because we've done that heaps of times now over the nine years we've been running that business, we've closed Aferial down for months at a time, numerous times. And, you know, it's always been okay. We've, we've just come back and bounced back into work. Um, there is an episode of the podcast that where I talk about exactly that. And it is episode 35, how to take a break from your handmade business, where I outline all of that sort of stuff. I'm also in the enormous process of overhauling all of our websites, <laughs> which I'm going to talk about in a minute. Um, so that's busy as well. And of course, getting ready because the Thriver Circle membership is opening again in just a couple of weeks time, the first week of July. So getting everything ready and prepped for that. Um, and yeah, so it's very busy times over here. So today it got me thinking, you know, I've been using a lot of new tools, digital tools to, uh, run my business. I've been experimenting with some new ones, especially lately. So I thought it might be interesting to do an episode where I actually, share with you all of the tools I use to run both my handmade business and I'll touch on some of the tools I use to run Create and Thrive as well for those of you who are interested in um, you know service-based or digital product businesses and you know I might share something with you that might make a huge difference to you it might be something you've been looking for or it might even just reassure you that you know you're using a really great tool so I'm going to go through and share those with you in this episode If you want all of the links, all of the links to all of these things are over in the show notes. So head on over to createandthrive.com and look for episode 109 of the podcast and you'll be able to see all of the links and find out what all of these tools are. So let's dive into that. The first thing I want to get out of the way is obviously social media. I'm not going to go into detail. I use uh, regularly, I use Instagram and Facebook. 
um, to run my businesses and to market my businesses as well. And I, um, I just actually the other day got my little notification that I'd been on Twitter for nine years. Wow. Uh, I don't really use Twitter anymore very much. I do check it every so often, uh, but I don't really, uh, I don't hang out there. I used to hang out there for years. It was like my favorite social media. I had a lot of fun, made a lot of really good friends and met a lot of people through Twitter. So it was really wonderful in the day, back in the day. Uh, now I have like my Instagram feed goes through there. And my mailing list uh, feed goes there. So whenever I publish uh, um, a new newsletter to my mailing list, it goes automatically through to my Twitter. So it's more kind of a, a broadcasting medium for me now, which is really not what it's supposed to be. But I just, you know, we don't have time to use all of the social media all of the time. So because I've moved to some other ones, it's really that's what I do with it. I do have a Google Plus account. <laughs> Goodness knows the last time I actually used it. And and Pinterest, of course, is the other really useful social media that's actually really powerful. And it's not we call it a social media, but it's it's a bit different. You know, you don't really talk to people so much as you're sharing images and content with people. It's more about content sharing. So if you're kind of a less sociable person, Pinterest might be, or an introvert, Pinterest might be a really good choice because you don't really have to interact with people a lot. Uh, There's not the pressure that there is on some of the other social media to be responding to comments and, you know, all of those sorts of things. So that's social media. Boom. That's pretty obvious. Um, For my, let's talk about uh, ethereal and kind of these tools I'm going to talk about now I use for both businesses for ethereal and create and thrive later on I'll talk about the ones that I just use for create and thrive so the first one's obviously Etsy you know that was the first place I set up an online shop I still have an online shop there and um, it's it's always been great you know it's it's where we get a lot of ourselves from still to this day and always have so that's a really really important part of my handmade business Uh, I won't be going anywhere. So Etsy is one of our shopping platforms. I do have my work on a couple of other platforms and have on a lot of them over the years. Uh, I tried Dewanda. I've tried Made It. Uh, uh, There's one called Hatch that I use sometimes as well. Hatch Co. So yeah, all of those ones I've been on in the past. But Etsy's really the only one I've kind of stuck with long term and still use and still get a lot of sales from. So that's external shopping platforms. Obviously, I have my own website and I have my own shop on my own website. Now, this is one of the things that we're overhauling at the moment. So I've always used a self-hosted WordPress to uh, as my content management system. I've been using WordPress on my own site since I had a blog before all of this, which I a couple of blogs actually. And I've been using WordPress for a long time. So this is self-hosted WordPress. So I have a, a web host and I use um, DreamHost as my web host. And I um, so I install WordPress on my own websites using you know DreamHost as my host. And I actually have what's called a VPS, a virtual private server, because I have quite a lot of websites that have quite a lot of content and quite a lot of traffic. So originally I had the kind of cheap version of my hosting, but then I had to upgrade because I was running, I kept running out of bandwidth. So I have a VPS and I can adjust how much I spend on that, um, how much bandwidth I have on that uh, whenever I need to. So that's really helpful. And I have been using multiple different WordPress 
themes and plugins. I'm not going to go into detail of all the plugins because there's way too many. Um, if you're interested and you want to know what plugins I use, um, please leave me a comment over on the blog and I will, I will detail them, but, um, I don't want to, there's heaps, so I don't want to go into detail on this episode. It'll be, we'll be here forever. So, um, I've used lots of different themes. If you want a, a, an easy to use free theme, one that I've used a lot is called, um, pinboard. I think that's the one we currently have on the ethereal site as I'm recording this and, but we're going to be moving. So I've actually discovered a thing called Divi, D-I-V-I, Divi theme, and it is absolutely brilliant. It allows you to edit your website from the front end. So you can, you know, you're looking at the, what it actually looks like to other people and you can drag and drop and do all of your writing and all of putting images in and all the other stuff from that. So you're not always kind of imagining what it's going to look like. You can actually see it as you edit it. And, um, there's a lot of, it's not free. It, It costs a bit of money, but you know, for me as a business, I have a lot of websites and I wanted something and I've been looking for a while to find a new theme that I could use across all of my sites, even though they're different. You know, I've got an e-commerce site with Ethereal, with Create and Thrive. It's a very different, uh, it's still, I guess, it's not e-commerce per se, but I sell things and I wanted to make it more obvious, uh, what my offerings are on my main page. So, uh, if you're familiar with the Create and Thrive website, it's going to change soon. So keep an eye out for the transition uh, to the new site. Same with the Thriver Circle website. I'm actually updating that right now. So that the new uh, site for that will be out very soon. So I'm using Divi theme uh, with that and I'm absolutely loving it. <laughs> I actually really love web design and it just makes it so much more fun than it's ever been before. I totally got stuck in it last night for hours and uh, lost track of time. So yeah, I highly recommend it. If you want to, you know, you're happy to spend a bit of money to make sure you have a, a good theme. That's really easy to use, uh, good for your SEO and, and et cetera. So before, um, I'm making a transition from, for my shopping cart software, uh, I use on Ethereal, I use Equid and, um, on, I'm just typing some things down because I'm thinking of them as I'm saying them. I've realized I've forgotten to write them down. I use Equid on my Ethereal.com site. And on Crane Thrive, I sell everything through a platform called eJunkie. Uh, I've used that for years and I use that because it allows affiliate payments to happen. So people can be affiliates of some of my stuff, like my eBooks and stuff. But I'm probably, I'm not 100% sure about moving from eJunkie. I might stay with them for a bit longer, but in future, I'm going to be moving to WooCommerce. So from Equid on Ethereal.com, we're moving over to WooCommerce because I've just heard a lot of great things with it and it's time to make a change. And uh, we might do the same on Create and Thrive, but I haven't 100% made that decision yet. So that's kind of the website side of things. Uh, now let's talk about some other stuff. So what about time management? Okay, so I use a whole bunch of different tools with time management. My system looks something like this. I have, I actually have a combination of, of paper and digital. So on my desk, I have a weekly planner, like one of these big pads with the week written out and I rip it off every week and get rid of it. And I write down kind of all of my most important tasks and things I don't want to forget, if they're, especially if they're on a particular day down there. And I really like that because it allows me to see my week at a glance. Like I can see, I can write everything out and go, okay, well, 
So Monday's really full. I need to make sure to put these tasks on Thursday or something like that. And then I can I can move things around if one day gets particularly full or if I've got some appointments or whatever. I, I like that visual of having it all in front of me. And I also have a war calendar, a whole year war calendar, which I'm looking at now. And that's where I put, um, like I, I mark off uh, holidays on there. I put any appointments I have, like Thriver Circle calls, I put on there, um, Thriver Circle chats, podcast interview appointments. It's just, I, again, I like that visual, oh, this is what's happening this week and this month. And it allows me to plan ahead. Now, that's my in my office. When I'm in my office, I like having that that visual stuff happening. However, what about when I'm not in my office? Well, that's where my digital stuff comes in. So I have two things going on there. I've got Trello, which is what I use to keep note of everything that I want to do or have to do in my business and my life. <laughs> and I have lots of different boards with lots of different lists in them. Um, so I, I use that all the time. And so I uh, I use that for, for personal use and for business use. Like, for example, we're planning for our trip. So we've got all these boards with, like, stuff to pack for Jess, stuff to pack for Nick, <laughs> the cleaning we need to do, the prep. We're getting a house sitter. So the preparation for the ha- stuff for the house sitter. Like, we've got it all written out so that we can just move things, you know, archive things as we do them. And it's available to both of us because we're both on that board. So it's really handy. And so when one person does it, they can just get rid of the thing and then it's it's sorted. So that's Trello. Um, And I also have on my phone, I'm an Android user. I have a Samsung phone and I have an app called Cal, C-A-L, which is a Google Calendar uh, app. And that is what reminds me about things. So I put, again, I put all of my appointments in that. So no matter where I am, I have all of my appointments in that calendar. And again, that goes for business, all of those appointments I just mentioned before and also personal stuff. And of course that's great because it has a little alarm and I have a I have a Fitbit and it's linked to that. So my Fitbit will buzz to remind me that I've got some appointment or something. So that's kind of helpful because otherwise I might lose track or whatever. I mean, I'm pretty good because I've got my appointments and things written in multiple places and I can see them all the time in front of me. I think that it makes it much easier to remember things. Um, but it's always on my phone. So when I'm out and about or when I'm talking, you know, organizing something with friends or a business, something or other, I can just do it and know that I haven't double booked my, myself. So that's my kind of time management um, organizational strategy that I use. And that's something I've developed over many years. Um, one other thing I use when I'm really busy, ironically, well, maybe not ironically, I use something called Focus Booster. And it's a little app that's installed on my computer. Um, and I talk about this in a previous podcast episode on time management as well, about this uh, the Pomodoro technique where you set aside a certain amount of time to work and then a certain amount of time to have a break. So I set up my focus booster so that it times me and chimes at me and I have it set up for 45 minutes of work and 15 minutes of break. So when I've got a lot to do, so I, I put the focus booster on and I work in the 45 minutes and then I get up and go away and have a break for the 15 minutes and then I come back again. And the reason I do that is because I have a tendency to get caught in my work and lose track of time. And then I then I procrastinate and drift off. And I think it's a very common thing. So by having those those short sections of work time, 
and you know you've got a break every hour you know you've got some time to yourself maybe to get up and have a cup of tea or just go for a little walk or read a chapter of my my novel or whatever it is and it allows you to, to really focus and get stuff done so I highly recommend that technique as well focus booster is the name of that little thing okay so let's talk a little bit about photo editing I've got a couple to share with you uh, so I use Canva for creating all of my uh, images that have words on them. <laughs> uh, so any any banners, any social media posts with quotes, um, anything, I always use Canva. Canva is like the image management software I use the absolute most. So gra- graphic design software, really. I use it all the time and it's awesome. I still only have the free version. I haven't actually upgraded to the Canva for work, although I've been very tempted, uh, mostly because... I now pretty much do all of it and I know which fonts I want and I know which colors I use. So that that's kind of one of the things that you get for Canva for work is that you can put together a um, like a style thing, like you can put the colors in there and stuff and really all the people in your organization can easily access that. But when it's just one person, it's not such a big deal. There's a few other perks, but I, I just still use the free version and it works really well for me. So that's for that. Um, For image editing, like I use Snapseed to edit images from my phone. So if I take a photo and I want to put on Instagram, I use Snapseed to edit it before I put it in Instagram. Uh, I don't, sometimes I use Instagram filters, but sometimes I don't. It just depends on my mood and the the photo itself. So Snapseed is that one. Uh, On my computer, when I'm editing product photos, I have two pieces of software that I use. The first one is Picasa. Now, Picasa is a Google product and it's actually been made obsolete. Uh, I, have it da- as a da- I have it downloaded to my computer, which means it's still there and I can still use it. Um, but they've actually moved all of the functionality from Picasa into Google Photos. So all of the same stuff is in Google Photos. So that's still available there. Um, but I like Picasa because it's downloaded and I can use it offline on my computer and it makes image editing like a product image editing really easy. Uh, I, and then when I need to do more complex stuff, I use a piece of open source software called GIMP, G I M P funny name, good software. It's basically an open source version of Photoshop. So you can do pretty much everything Photoshop can do as far as I'm aware. Uh, but it's open source. So it's free. And there's heaps of documentation and videos and whatever else out there on the internet that tells you and shows you how to do stuff. But I really only use it to do some like uh, I might need to brighten something up or adjust the contrast in real detail or adjust the white balance or something. Look, honestly, I do almost, to be honest, I do almost all of my product image editing in Picasso. It's rare that I actually need to use GIMP. Um, I'll also use GIMP sometimes when I need to like um, export, like I want to take a stock photo and I want to compress it and export it to use it on my website or a photo I've taken even. So I'll use GIMP to reduce the file size and compress it into a new JPEG that's like only a couple of hundred kilobytes rather than five megabytes or whatever. Because, you know, you want to be having your images that you use on your websites, make sure they're compressed if you can, because it makes things load faster means people more likely to hang around so that's image editing I think that's all of that yes or oh I also use when it comes to um okay so let's talk about two pieces of software I use for Instagram 
One of them is called Insta Downloader. So I use Insta Downloader when I want to take someone else's Instagram picture and put it on my own feed to basically re, you know, repost, regram. But the reason I use that is because it doesn't put any watermarking or anything on the picture. So I hate that. <laughs> I just think I think it looks bad and I don't like having that on there. So I like to just take the photo as it is and and upload it as it is. So Insta Downloader, really useful. And I also, um, a little while ago, we were talking about it in the Thriver Circle about Instagram uh, scheduling. And I'd been getting really bad because I have like, I have three, I have a lot of Instagram accounts. <laughs> I have one for Create and Thrive and I have one for Ethereal. So I keep them up to date. And I also have one for my, because I teach a little bit of yoga. Um, and I have one for yoga as well. And I kind of keep all that stuff on one account. So, and so I was getting really, uh, bad with keeping up with posting on everything on a regular basis because I was just, you know, I was busy and I was getting distracted. So I decided to invest in Grum, G-R-U-M, Grum, and it's a piece of Instagram scheduling software that you can use from your desktop, which is awesome. So once a week now, I sit down and I, I actually, in my Trello, I have a board for each of my Instagram accounts and I have like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday or whatever, you know, I think Creighton thrives almost every day. I feel it's like three days a week and Clara Yoga, I do it like one post a week to promote my local class that I have here in town. And so I, um, I actually have all of those listed and I have for each day what the theme of the day is. So the type of image I'm going to post. And then I just, I use that and I go look for pictures I have. I make, I make like quote images um, I, yeah, so I, I just sit down once a week and schedule up all of my Instagram posts. You can put, you put the photo up, you can put the caption in and you can do the first comment, which is brilliant. Cause that's where all the hashtags go because I try to push my Instagram post through to Facebook as well. So yeah, that's a really useful piece of software for Instagram management for Facebook posts. Um, I just use the built-in scheduler if I want to schedule a post on Facebook because it works really well. And yeah, I have a lot of, uh, a lot of my blog posts So my blog posts on Create and Thrive are automatically cross posted to uh, both Twitter and Facebook. So that's helpful. And I do, I think the same on Ethereal, they're cross-posted. So you can set that up from within WordPress, which makes life a lot easier. So you don't have to manually remember to post stuff. And the last piece of software that I use for both businesses that I can think of is Dropbox, which is awesome. So whenever, especially when I'm working with other people, uh, you can just put everything in Dropbox and make it available to everyone who needs to access to it. But also it means that no matter what device I'm on, I can get to all my stuff. So I, I basically put all of my business, except for audio because it's, and video because their files are so big <laughs> that it's really painful to have to upload and download them. I keep audio on my, just on my desktop, but all my photos, all of the images I make, all of the documents I use for my business, uh, I use Dropbox to store them because that means no matter whether I'm on my desktop, my laptop, my phone, someone else's phone or whatever, I can access Dropbox and access those things. Oh, I just thought of one more thing uh, that I use in, and that's the Google suite of um, shareable stuff. So Google Docs, Google uh, Spreadsheets, 
and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, I use that as well. And again, for the same reason, I can access it from anywhere and I can share it with other people really easily. So pretty much everything is sort of moving to going in the cloud now uh, for my business uh, and being stored in the cloud. Uh, Like I said, the only reason I don't store my videos and, and audio in the cloud is because where I live, we have horrifically slow internet and it just takes too long to sync that all the time. So I just keep them on good old fashioned (laughs) disk drives (laughs) on my computer or I upload them. Obviously I upload them, you know, this podcast, when you're listening to it, I've actually uploaded it to my website, the back end of my website and my website's acting like a server. And that's where you're listening to it through unless you're on, you know, well, even if you're on iTunes or whatever, it's stored on my website. So that's everything that I can think of that I use to manage both of my businesses digital wise. I'm sure I've missed stuff. I, I have no doubt. I did sit down for quite a while and think about this list, but chances are, I mean, I thought of stuff while I was talking to you. So yeah, chances are I've missed stuff. So let's talk briefly now uh, for those of you who are interested in about some of the stuff I use specifically for Create and Thrive. So the first thing is Skype. And that's what I use to do all of my um, podcast recording. I have, I just, the people, we connect on Skype and we chat via Skype. And I have a recorder for Skype called a Molto Call Recorder, which I use to record my Skype calls, which is awesome. Um, I also have a, that's another one I thought of. I also have um, a piece of software called Instant Teleseminar that I currently use to run my Thriver Circle calls, my setup shop calls. So whenever I have live calls through one of my courses or on Thriver Circle, I use Instant Teleseminar to connect with a bunch of people at once on one of those calls. So that's a really useful piece of software if you ever need to do that sort of thing. For um, the podcast I use to record it, I use Audacity. Again, it's a piece of free software. Uh, I use Audacity to record and to edit my podcast. I'm sure there's people out there going, no, why are you still using that? But, you know, it works. Um, I'm very, I'm a very much about what use what works sort of person. Um, So it works. So I use it and it's great. It does everything I need it to do for the level of editing that I do. So, yeah, it's awesome. And uh, for my videos, yep, I use what works. I still use Windows Movie Maker to make my videos because they're pretty simple and I don't need a lot of bells and whistles at this stage. That may change, but for now, I just use that. And to actually record my videos. So if you're a Thriver Circle member or you have been and you've you've seen the workshops that I do, I actually use a piece of um, software called SOM, Screencast-O-Matic, <laughs> and that allows me to record my desktop. So what that allows me to do is with all those workshops, what I do is I have a, um, I have like a slideshow and I have my webcam on. So my desktop shows the slideshow and me in the corner on my webcam and SOM allows me to record the whole screen. So I, and my audio, so it's recording all of that at once. So the workshops, you see what's happening on the screen, you see my face and you hear me actually giving the workshop. So Screencast-O-Matic allows me to do that, which is awesome. And it's really, last time I checked, it was only like $15 a year to have that. And it's a really useful piece of software. You can use it for free, but I think you have to limit your recording to like 15 minutes or something. So that was not good for me because workshops are much longer than that generally. Yeah, so that's what I use for all of the Create and Thrive stuff. Um, One more piece of software that I wanted to share before I wrap up 
that I've been experimenting with and I've been really enjoying it is Airtasker. I don't know if you've ever heard of Airtasker, but it's it's kind of like Airbnb for, for work. <laughs> so people like me can go on there and say, I have this job I need done, post it, and then people can pitch, um, bid on the job basically. And vice versa, you can go on there as a, a worker and bid for the job. And it's it's based in Australia. It was it was founded in Sydney, I believe. And it's I don't know if it's available outside of Australia. I hope it is. It might not be. <laughs> Apologies if it's not. I'm sure there's something similar if it's not. But um, it's brilliant. Like you can do digital jobs, but also real life jobs. So people who you want someone to clean your house or wash your windows or you know walk you wash your dog, whatever. It can you can help you move furniture. You know it can be anything. So I've actually been experimenting with using Airtasker to get my podcast show notes done. Uh, so I'm trying a whole bunch of different people with different episodes uh, so that, you know, there's the quotes and highlights part of the of the show notes. I get them to listen to the episode and write that for me. And the reason I do that is because I like to have a second person listen through it and pick out the key points um, because it's not something I enjoy listening back and having to write notes on my own podcasts. So it's the one thing I'm currently outsourcing, uh, to other people and it's going really well. So I'm, I'm really enjoying that. And I'm seriously considering, um, using Airtasker to get some other work like digital work for my business done. You know, you could hire someone on there to edit your product photos. You could hire someone on there to write copy for your sales pages. Any, you know, seriously, it's, it's really, really great. There's, kind of any digital work you can think of you could probably hire someone there to do that and it's relatively affordable I mean you you choose what you're willing to pay and they do it's really one of the things they do which is really great is they actually have a list of like for different types of work what the standard pay here is in Australia so to make sure you're giving people a decent amount of money for their work so I found that really good because I you know I like to um I like to pay people <laughs> what they deserve for their work. So that's a really good thing as well. So yeah, that's my little wrap up for you of the software I use, the digital tools I use to run my business with a few other things thrown in there. I'd love to hear from you as well. If there's, you know, if you've tried any of these or if you have suggestions for some digital tools you use to run your business. Um, oh, I forgot zero. That's what I currently use for my accounting. <laughs> I know someone will ask me about this if I forgot to say it. So Zero is the accounting software I currently use um, for my, all of my bookkeeping. And um, that's always been really great as well. So yeah, if you have any tools to share, anything you'd find really useful that you think other people in our industry would find really helpful, please come and share it. Head on over to createandthrive.com. Look for episode 109. Leave it in the comments so we can check it out. And we've been talking about it in the Thriver Circle, actually. I asked the members there to share some of the tools that they have been using. So if you are a member, do head on over and check out that thread and add your two cents in the Thriver Circle as well. And if you do want to become a member and join us, remember to keep an eye on the Create and Thrive email updates. Uh, If you're not subscribed, get on there so that you can not miss out because the window of, of membership is only 72 hours. So if you miss it, that's it for another few months. So yeah, head on over to thrivercircle.com and you can just pop your email in there and you'll get notified when membership is open. 
once again in just a few weeks time and you can join our community of hundreds of amazing wonderful supportive makers and also get access of course to all of those workshops i think there's 29 and counting in there and we've started doing these monthly actionable projects as a group as well which has been really it's we've just done our first one which has been really fun and it's a really good way to have accountability and work on one of those small pieces of your business that maybe you've been neglecting or maybe just needs a bit of an overhaul. Uh, so that's another thing that we've been doing as well. Oh, and listen up for future episodes. I'm actually going to be publishing on the podcast a couple of business intensives. So when we're in, in the Thriver Circle once a month, we have a live call. And as part of that, a couple of members uh, have one-on-one time with me for half an hour or a little bit more and we talk through questions and concerns and issues they have with their business with all the other people uh, listening in and giving their thoughts um, as well. So I decided it might be really interesting for you guys who aren't in there and have never experienced this to be able to listen in to one of these, get, you know, peek behind the curtain and listen into one of these business intensives and see what it's like. So I've uh, reached out to a couple of people who've done them in the past who've been happy for me to share it publicly. So keep an, an eye on the podcast and some of those will be coming at you in future weeks and months. So I hope you found that useful. And again, I'd love to hear what you use. So come and tell me. And, you know, there might be something better that I don't know about. And if there is, I'd love to hear about it because I'm always for trying new things and learning more. I'm just trying to think next time I talk to you, no, I'll still be in Australia. But the time after that, I'll be in the UK. So uh, I hope that you have a wonderful week and that business is going well. It's the middle of the year almost. You know, we've got almost six months behind us. I hope you've got some really exciting things planned for the second half of the year, which for most of us is usually the busier part of the year. So get excited about that and have a wonderful week. And I'll be back with you again next week with another episode of the Create and Thrive podcast. I'm Jess Van Den and goodbye for now.